welcome back to Money Mondays, where I answer your hot money questions. So I do this every single week, and you can always ask me a question in my DMs, you can leave me a comment, or I do a weekly question poll on my story, so you can just go ahead and ask me there. So I picked a couple more for this week, and let's dive into them. So the first question I got was, what is the responsible way to use a credit card? Now, my personal take on this is to avoid them as much as you possibly can. Like you don't necessarily need a credit card, the credit cards are not the best. If you already aren't managing your money like really well and you have trouble controlling your spending, tracking your spending, a credit card is maybe not the best thing for you. So if you can avoid it, please just avoid it. You don't want to do it. But if you are someone who is trying to build credit, you really don't have a foundation, maybe you had bad credit and you do have a credit card now, one of the ways that I don't necessarily encourage, I don't encourage credit cards, but if you are going to use it, use it as if it's a debit card. Kind of cycle through it. So if you make a purchase with your credit card, if you have a cashback rewards card, you have an air miles card, if you get something for that card, if it's like a business um, card, something like that, and you have the money. Now, if you're using a credit card, I strongly encourage you to already have the money in your bank account, but you're trying to build your credit, so you're using that credit card. Swipe your credit card, buy the thing, and when you get home, pay it off with your checking account. Transfer that money, pay it off, pay it off every single month. Never exceed what you are able to pay with your actual just like checking account like the actual money you have in your account the cash you have do not overspend on your credit card for that if you can at all help it and this means don't buy just like random things with your credit card you don't need to buy that random thing on amazon you don't need that random thing at target you don't need the target dollar store items on your credit card just use that for expenses as rarely as possible. But again, if you are building that credit and you have like a cashback rewards card, yeah, go ahead, use it, pay it back as soon as you can. If you are someone who gets paid like every two weeks, I know my husband did this for a very long time. He tracked all of his spending literally just on his credit card. He just spent and spent and spent. And then when he got paid, boom, paid it off, got his cashback rewards points, all that good stuff. That's one way to do it, but if you are someone who is struggling financially already and a credit card is your only option to be able to get food and pay bills, I have been there. Use it wisely. That's all I can really say about credit cards is use them wisely and pay them off as quickly as you can. Don't just think that your minimum monthly balance payment is going to get you out of debt fast enough. I used to be paying $25 on thousands of dollars of credit card debt that I had racked up. So if you're gonna use it, pay it off as soon as you can. Pay it off before it's due date, pay it off within a couple days, just make sure that you have that money in your account, swipe that credit card, pay it off with your other checking account, savings account, however you have it set up. Go ahead and do that. But again, you can avoid credit cards, avoid them. Now, the next one I got, whew, near and dear to my heart kind of stabs me a little bit sometimes this one was can't i just avoid collections and 
obviously we know we can't avoid our debt collections. At some point, they're going to find us. It doesn't just go away. Not opening your mail, avoiding your emails, not answering your phone calls doesn't make it go away. And that's so, so freaking scary because out of sight, out of mind, right? Now, been there, done that. The what can happen when your debt goes to collections if that company is really 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 adamant that you pay them they will take you to court <laughs> and then because you haven't opened any of your mail or returned any phone calls you will not be present at court and they will probably rule against you and if they rule against you speaking from personal experience they can garnish your wages they can garnish your bank account I had my entire checkings account like wiped out, court ordered, there was nothing my bank could do to stop it. They took all the money out of my checking account. Guess what? I didn't have enough money because you know, I didn't have any money at that point. And from there, they sent notice to my job to garnish my wages and my job legally had to do it. So every payday, I was losing, I think it was like 40% of my check was going to this wage garnishment and I had no freaking control over it because I avoided it for so long that it went completely out of my hands. No one could do anything to stop it. There wasn't anything that I could do at that point. And I don't want you to get to that point. So having done that, the next time I went to collections um, for a medical issue, what I did from this point, having had all this shit happen before, moving forward, I called them. I called the nice debt people. They were, she was so nice. Like I didn't have any issues with her. And I was so, I was so stressed out. I was so scared when I called her. I was like crying and I was like, what can I do? What can I freaking do? How can I pay you? I don't have any money. I didn't have money at this point. I had barely any money coming in. I just got my wages garnished. I'm trying to pay rent. I'm trying to do all this stuff. And so she was like, okay, if you can agree to X payment plan, we can get your debt down to a certain amount. Like you can negotiate with them because ultimately they want your freaking money. They want your money and they don't really care how long it takes them to get it. They just want it. So if you can even do this with just any other bills, like if you have like medical deals, student loans, I definitely did this with my student loans for a long time was you call them, you're like, I cannot pay you X amount of money. I can't. I It's not feasible for me, but I can give you this amount of money. Even if that's only like $20, it's some amount of money. It's not really touching your principal potentially. It's not really hitting on interest, but it is a payment. You are finally paying them. So it's not going to be as big a hit on your credit history because you are making the effort to pay them. I promise the people who are working at these like collection agencies, um, in billing offices, like they're not mean people. They're just doing their job. They want to work with you as much as they can as well. And so they're really, they're trained to do that. Like they have options of how you can get those payments. So just call them super nice, go into it with a plan to negotiate and just use all of the options available. If they are like, well, we'll try to do this. Be like, I can't do that. Like be really firm about what you can and can't do. And even if it has to like extend your payment plan out for a really long time, that's better than not paying them at all. Giving them $10 is better than collections, wage garnishments, making it a whole bigger issue. So don't avoid your collections. 
it's super scary if you literally need someone to like text you while you call them to give you like motivational support to like like it's okay I am here for you let me know I can do that for you I've definitely had friends where I'm like oh my god I'm calling collections I'm freaking out I'm freaking out I'm freaking out and they were like no it's okay it's okay it's all good and just like that like just calm you down a little bit okay so don't avoid your collections just call them negotiate it'll be all good now this next question this is the last one that we'll do for today is one of my favorite, 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 favorite things. It is, how do you manifest money? Now, I use manifestation a ton, all the time, in basically everything that I do now, ever since I discovered it, and ever since I started changing my money mindset to knowing that money was always coming to me, knowing that there's enough money for all of us, that abundant mindset, and that came from learning manifestation techniques. And so, one of the ways that I manifest money is literally with affirmations and being open to where that money is going to come from. Money might not always come to you in the form of exact cash. It might not be finding $100 on the ground. It might not be in signing clients. It might not be from your like full-time job. It might be in like gift format. It might be getting a present. It might be finding something. If y'all know me, I find a shit ton of furniture and I revamp a lot of it. So for me, I'm always welcoming that money. Like my dresser, it's a couple hundred dollars worth of dresser. Boom, free, I found it. All I got to do is paint it. The paint cost me like $12, I think, and a little bit of free time in the afternoon. So I welcome in money in all forms and doing that really, really helped. Now. In terms of manifestation, if you haven't ever like dove into it at all and you're curious about it, I am going to be doing a seven day manifestation, super beginner, super user friendly week inside my group coaching program. So we are gonna do a seven day manifestation challenge together. It's gonna happen live in the Facebook group. Those videos will be up every day for my girls and then you'll get them emailed There'll be some workbooks, some journal prompts, all about my journal prompts and my workbooks and this and that. And it's just going to be an easy intro because, you know, some of these people in my group already have never, ever done anything with manifestation. They're like, what does that even mean? Is it scary? And I get it. When I first heard about manifestation, I was like, that's some crazy crap. And then since then, like in my first challenge, I manifested couple hundred dollars since then I've been able to manifest thousands I've been able to call in most of our furniture uh, I manifested this apartment before we moved here I manifested this location there's just so many things that you can do once you have the practical skills in place so if you are looking to dig more into money manifestation you are gonna want to get into my course Enrollment for that is still open right now, and it will be closing on February 11th. I love me some numbers, so to 1121, definitely love that number setup, and we are going to be starting on February 12th. I'm so excited for the ladies who have already jumped into it. I have been revamping the workbook and all of the things every day so that I can provide the most freaking value. You're going to get money management, money manifestation, you're going to get a dope ass community, and we're just going to have a really good time. So don't be scared. 
it'll be there for you. So if you're curious about diving more into knowing how to manage your money and this, that, and the other thing, I definitely encourage you reach out to me, but see about how my course is for you and let's just have a really good time. So as always, leave me your comments down below. If you have any questions about money, my DMs are always open. Shoot me an email, shoot me a text. There are so many ways to get a hold of me. And I'm here to answer all of your questions because I remember struggling with money and all I wanted was someone to ask questions to all freaking day long. And uh, I'm here for that. So I hope you all have an amazing day and I will see you next week. Bye.